Welcome to the Captivatingly Confident Podcast. My name is Kim Ludeman, and I am passionate about helping women just like you embrace your true self so you can show up confidently in your life. Join me as we talk about overcoming limiting beliefs, reshaping what health and wellness really look like, and take steps to becoming captivatingly confident. With all that said, let's go to the show. Hey, sisters, welcome back. Okay, so I had this idea that maybe like once or twice a month, I would do a shorter podcast about the things that I'm learning lately. I feel like it's so fun to learn from other people's experiences and to hear what's working for people. That always inspires me to see if maybe something will work for me. So I thought this could be a really fun way just to share. And if you have things that you're learning and you want to share, then you can share those in the Captivatingly Confident Facebook group. And I just, yeah, I just want to give it a shot. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I have four things that I've been learning lately that have been game changers for me. So that doesn't mean that they'll be game changers for you, or maybe you've already done these things and you're like, Kim, duh. (laughs) Or maybe you hear these and you're like, oh my gosh, I've never tried that before. I'm going to try it too. So that's what we're going to do. The first thing that I have been learning lately is about patience. And patience is something that I really struggle with. And I don't know if it has to do with my Enneagram type or my personality. I don't know. I just, I'm super impatient and I want things right now. I want them to happen right now. When I tell my child to put his shoes on, I want it to happen right now. When I tell my husband that I want the dishes done, I want it done right now. (laughs) And things don't work that way, right? I tell my business, okay, I want to succeed and it doesn't happen right now. And so I've had to learn to be patient, but Here's the rub. I am not very good at being patient. I think there's something in me that just kind of rubs the wrong way with that to where I feel a little bit of resistance in me where I don't want to be patient. I don't want to be something else. And then there was this quote the other day that came up from Paulo Coelho who wrote The Alchemist, which I'm reading right now and it's so good. It's a novel, but it's anecdotal. Oh, If you haven't read it, it's super good. I highly recommend it. But he was saying that maybe it's not so much about becoming things as it is unbecoming things. And that's my paraphrase. That's not the quote at all, just my paraphrase. And I thought to myself, well, I wonder if that applies to patience. If I could, if it was one less thing that I had to be, one less thing that was on my plate to embody patience. What if it was something that I chose to do instead? And I just flipped it. I flipped it on its little head and decided that on my daily to-do list, I'm going to add patience. Not be patient, but do patience. Because I'm a doer. Oh man, I love to do things, especially if I can cross it off my list at the end of the day. Oh, there is nothing more satisfying than crossing things off a list. And that is what I'm doing. Every day, I put on my to-do list, 
patience. You know, sometimes I say practice patience, or sometimes it just says patient. And I have noticed a huge shift for me in just a feeling of peace and a feeling of just, I don't want to say patience, but (laughs) kind of. I feel like I have more patience because I've been practicing it. I've been developing it. It's like a tool, a thing that I use, not something that I am. It's not that I am or am not patient. It's something that I do. And in a lot of ways, it doesn't feel like just one more thing on my to-do list because it's the thing, right? It's like the thing. And especially for for me, when I want everything right now, I just look at my list and I'm like, oh, patience. Okay. I get to practice it right now and I get to wait and I get to wait for what I want and I get to practice waiting and not being grumpy, negative, or dwelling on it, but being present and enjoying the work that I do. That has been a huge shift. So going from being patient to doing patience, and I feel like we could talk forever about that, but we'll just... We'll summarize it and leave it there. And the next one that I've learned is a technique that I actually have learned from my coach. So I have the extreme privilege of working with Dr. Stefania Shimano, and she is a natural doctor of medicine. She also is a shaman, (laughs) and she's a life coach. And I don't know how I found her. Uh, I was perusing the internet, looking through all the different things, and she just popped out of nowhere, and I read her site, and I was like, oh, done, done. So I'm doing her Energy Rich Living program, and in this program, she talks about the emotional alchemy technique, and I had never heard of emotional alchemy. The only time I've heard of alchemy is like Harry Potter, right, in the Sorcerer's Stone when they're talking about you know, the elixir of life and the philosopher's stone, if you read the British version. But that's the only time I've heard of that. So I was like, emotional alchemy, what in the world? So it's basically taking stories, feelings, thoughts, beliefs, and taking that energy and alchemizing it, getting it out of the body, turning it out so that you can receive a higher energy, a higher vibration. And the first couple times I did it, I was like, I don't really know about this. I don't know. But the more I've been practicing it, again, there's something to practicing. (laughs) The more I practice, the more I see it working. And I had to share it with you because it's just amazing. And if you want to learn more, you can find Stefania on Facebook. I'm going to look her up on the... And her website is stefaniashamano.com. So if you want more info about that, you can PM me, DM me, email me, or I can put that, I'll just put that in the notes so you can find it there too. Okay, so emotional alchemy technique goes something like this. When you have a thought, a feeling, or a story that comes up for you and it's uncomfortable, you locate it in your body. Like you're looking for the energy inside of your body. So a lot of times, especially if it's a negative feeling, shows up in the chest, the shoulders, the neck. Um, It can show up in the head. And you're looking for where that energy is. 
And so then you locate that energy and you breathe into it and you ask yourself, is this mine? Is it my story? Is this my belief? Is this my feeling about? Is this it? Is this mine? And usually the answer comes pretty quickly, whether it is or is not. And if it's not, you can almost feel a little bit of a lightning, a little bit of like a lift. And so then if it's not yours, again, you breathe into it and say, return to sender. And I love that idea. I love it. And I'm sure I'm explaining it really poorly. (laughs) And her website would do a much better job. But it's incredible. Just this ability to release old stories, old beliefs, feelings, thoughts, griefs that aren't yours. Because how much stuff are we carrying that's not even ours? Like for me, one of the things that I've been working to release is the belief that In order to be successful and wealthy, you have to work your batootie off. You gotta, you gotta grind it out. Day after day, you work. You show up and you work hard, like blood, sweat, tears, all the things. And I don't really believe that. I think that it, it's, it's a lot of hard work, but I don't think that it has to be this like grinding out. And I searched that, and that comes from my dad. That is his belief. That is his. Another one is resting. I remember the earliest memory I have of this is like being a kid. And I think I was in like junior high or high school, and I was sleeping in on the weekends. I would try to sleep in anyway, and my dad would take the vacuum cleaner and would like ram it against the door. As he was vacuuming, he's like, Kim, get up. You're being lazy. You can't sleep in. And that would happen over and over again. And so I learned that rest is laziness and that you don't do that because you clean your house, you wash the car, you do the dishes, like you're productive. Like that's what's valued. That's what makes you lovable is your, your contribution, not rest. And so as an adult, I'm discovering these things, these stories that I believe to be true because that's what I was taught. But those are things that aren't serving me and they're not mine. And so using this emotional alchemy technique, I've been able to clear some of that energy out so that I can receive new energy. Mind blowing. Okay, the third thing I'm learning is receiving. Oh. Someone, this is tough. Receiving, especially receiving positivity, right? And I don't know if you're if you're like me in this. Sometimes it's easier to downplay like the good things and downplay my strengths so that I appear more humble because we don't like somebody that's like a show off, right? We don't like somebody that's like oh braggadocious, like a braggadier. Have you ever said that in your life? I never have until right now. I don't even know where that came from. But we don't like that. You know, we, we value humility and, you know, everybody on the same level. And it's harder to elevate ourselves. But I honestly just think that there is so much to that. And when somebody gives you a compliment, are you able to receive it? My first instinct is to downplay it. 
my first instinct is to say, oh, no, 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 <laughs> no, let me tell you the real story here. But what would it be like if somebody gave you a compliment and you were like, thank you, I received that. Thank you, I worked hard on that. Thank you, that took me forever. Thanks, that came really easily to me. Thanks, this is my zone of genius. Thanks, this is what I'm good at. Wow, what a difference that would make. Because put yourself in the complimenter's shoes. Don't we hate it when people reject our compliments? It's like, well, why do I even try? But what if that person was to say, thank you, I received that. Game changer. And so the thing I've been learning is that receiving starts from within. So it's not even about what other people say. It's about what I believe on the inside. And in order to receive, you've got to make space for that, right? Like if your body is full of negative energy about yourself, you cannot receive positivity. You can't. And if you're curious about like vibration levels and energy, you're like, what the heck is she talking about? You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero is an amazing, easy-to-read, user-friendly introduction into energy levels, vibrations, yin and yang, like all of that. Great book. I highly recommend it. And there's this truth that what you put out, you attract, right? Law of attraction. The energy you put out is what you get. And when you have space inside of you to receive, you operate at a higher vibration level and you attract that. But it starts with you, right? It, oh, it always comes back to you. Oh, another thing I'm learning is it's not really about other people. It's not about what they think. It's not about what they say. It's about you and what you think and what you say about yourself. So how can you elevate your energy by changing the way that you think about yourself, focusing on the good things, the positive things. It doesn't make you a narcissist, right? That doesn't make you a narcissist. That doesn't make you vain. That doesn't make you conceited. That doesn't make you braggadocious. That makes you awesome because not enough women in our world are rising up in that way. Like, how would it be different for us if we were to walk around affirming one another and like validating the gifts and awesomeness that we all have, right? Rising tide lifts all the boats. And I just feel like there would be such a shift in our culture if we could stop comparing and if we could stop tearing each other down, whether that's in our minds or with our words or with our posts, like what would it be like? Oh, it'd be so good. Okay, so that is my like challenge for you today is to make a list of things that make you awesome, that make you amazing. I want you to make a list of as many things as you can think of. I mean, maybe you're an amazing parallel parker. Maybe you have this ability to nail that sucker in two moves. Maybe you're like me and you're a terrible parallel parker and it takes you like 15 moves to get into that spot, but by golly, you're going to fit your car in there. Maybe you are incredibly empathetic and you can pick up on the feelings of others and you can help support them. Maybe you are incredibly intelligent and you have this way of understanding things that some of us don't. (laughs) 
<laughs> Maybe you're a fast learner. Like you see something, you pick it up quickly, and you're like, that that was easy. Got it. Maybe you have the gift of understanding how the heart works. Maybe you understand people's feelings and you can walk with them in that. Maybe you have the gift. Oh, my my best friend has this gift of being able to type people. It's uncanny. You spend two minutes with her and she can tell you your Myers-Briggs personality type within like a 90% accuracy. It's insane. But she's got this gift of being able to help people understand who they are and what makes them unique and special. It's incredible. And she shares that gift with teenagers. She does an outdoor wilderness therapy program. She's incredible. Anyway, what gifts do you have? What strengths do you have? What makes you amazing? And see what comes up for you. See if it's just positive things that come up or like if there's some internal chatter that's like, well, that's not really true. Or, well, it took you years to learn that. Or, well, you shouldn't really write that down. That's not really true. I want you to see what you can come up with. And I dare you, I double dog dare you to go to the Captivatingly Confident Facebook group and share what makes you awesome. Do it. Just start a post, write it down, and hit share. Let us see you. Let us see you in your awesomeness. Because again, rising tide lifts all the boats. Because as you allow your awesomeness to start to shine and be seen, that gives other people permission to do the same. Right? Again, it's that energy level. That higher vibration. When you vibrate higher, you attract people that operate at that higher level too. And everybody rises. Everybody does. It's incredible. I've seen it happen over and over and over again. When women get together specifically and just have this purpose of lifting each other up. It's amazing. Okay? So that's what you get to do. I'm so excited. I cannot wait to see what you guys come up with. Those are three of the many, many, many things that I'm learning right now. But I would love to hear what you're learning. If you want to share, you can email me, PM me, DM me, (laughs) post in the group. I want to hear what you're learning because this is an exciting time to be alive. There's so much good stuff out there and I just can't wait to hear. So thank you so much for being here. I cannot wait to see you next week.